Oh my gosh. She has done the unstoppable. Our locker room ladies. Two touchdowns. They're getting hot right now at the right time. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Thank you guys so much for joining us. My name is Charlotte Payne. I'm Maddie. Charlotte, your smile just brightened up my day so much. <laughs> Maddie, you guys had an a procedure done the other day. Send your T's and P's. She had a little procedure done on her hand. Unfortunately, it's her dominant hand. So she basically can't do anything or function. Struggle So she's on the IL. Yeah, Maddie's on the IL. She'll be out for the next (laughs) couple of games. Struggle city. How is it feeling, Maddie? Um, definitely a little swollen still. I thought the swelling was going down a bit, but I think that I aggravated it a little bit today, trying to use my hand for a bit more than I've been able to so it's okay I would say I just called in the reinforcements the reinforcements being Tylenol yes all right well hey listen if it ever comes to more than Tylenol just go to sleep it's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with my Tylenol good good and drink a lot of water you know and honestly go back and listen to a couple of locker room ladies episodes doesn't require any hand- <laughs> and you know relive the memes But until then, you guys, it is July 7th. Can you believe it's July? I can't. How did this happen? We're already more than halfway through 2022. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. It's scary. And you know what? In a world that, you know, feel like maybe a little bit it's backtracking, we can always trust hockey. We can always look to hockey, Maddie, really, and 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 see progression. And that is why our locker room lady of the week is Jessica Campbell. She is the first woman behind an AHL bench. She's going to be the assistant coach of the Seattle Krakens minor league affiliate, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. What a fun name. I was just going to say that. That is the <laughs> sickest name. I For mean, I, I already think the story behind the Seattle Kraken is a very cool story. Yes, you love but- it. I mean, Coachella Valley Firebirds, I don't think it gets better than that. Does not sound like an ice hockey team, though. No, it doesn't. I feel like that kind of sounds like a soccer team. The Firebirds. Or like a a women's basketball team. Yes. Yes. Also, Coachella Valley. I love it. I mean. Isn't that in California? Or maybe it goes all the way up? I believe. Maybe they play there? I believe it's in California, right? I don't know. It sounds like California to me. But anyways, you guys, this this team is debuting in the fall. They have this beautiful arena that they're moving into in December. And to get back to our lady, Jessica Campbell, she actually kind of reminds me a little bit of Sarah Thomas, Maddie, because she's got this blonde head of hair that is hard <laughs> to miss. You know how we are so biased about blondes. Uh, they just have more oh, I fun. love that blonde ponytail. We always say that when Sarah Thomas is on the field. Yes. Yes, you notice it, and you know that, like, for that Super Bowl, that was a fresh blonde. It was, you know, if you know, you know. I need and a Jessica fresh blonde. Campbell, oh, my God, I would love a fresh blonde. I need one, like, I would love to preferably get one every six weeks, but that would just kill my hair. And that you know would kill I, my bank account as well. That, too. That, I, struggle, I can't afford that. The struggle of being a, like, a solid brunette, naturally. <laughs> Not even, like, oh, yeah, like, I was blonde as a kid. No, like, I'm a brunette. I don't know, but there's nothing like a fresh blonde and a good tan in July. Absolutely. Oh, right? Anyway, neither, again, neither of which I have right now. <laughs> no, same. It's it's not cute. I'm inside most of the time. 
All right, you guys, Jessica Campbell is no stranger to a good blonde, and she's no stranger to the game of hockey. She was actually also the first woman to join the coaching staff of a national team participating in the World Championship, the IIHF Men's World Championship to be exact. She was the assistant coach for Germany, and she was also a former player. To give you a little background on her hockey IQ, it comes from somewhere. She was on the U18 World Championship team when she was um, 18 casual. years old. Casual. Yeah, casual. <laughs> and uh, she got a gold medal. She was named tournament MVP. She was also um, – she played for Cornell – uh, she captained them, and she later won the Clarkson Cup with her professional team, the Calgary Inferno, and um, she won a silver medal with Canada's seniors women national title team at the World Championship. That's a mouthful. I can't even like get all the the right words out because. But I like I like that she went from the Inferno to the <gasps> Firebirds. True. There's. A I theme. love that. <laughs> Wait, I have to find out when her birthday is. Because oh, if she's a fire sign. And I won't be able to probably know without Googling it. Yeah, no, I'll have to Google it. Okay, so let's see. Jessica Campbell. Okay, she was born in <gasps> June 24th. She just celebrated her birthday. She's 30. So Cancer. So Cancer is the sign. I only know that because my brother's birthday. Is Cancer a water sign? Or is that a fire sign? I don't know. I... What kind can- of? <laughs> <laughs> what? Guys, if it's fire. Oh, it's okay. It's water. It's water. All right. I, you know I love how you say water. You know who else is a water? Me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I think that Aquarius is like an air sign or something stupid, even though the should be symbol true. is water. Yes, it is. I think I have air. I think I have Aquarius in my chart. <laughs> we should have an, ast- a, oh, an astro- God. Astrologist, come on. Yeah, I would love to, if someone's really into astrology, I actually would love to have that and like go into our our um oh my god goodness, like um famous the, athletes as their star yes. signs. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, Maddie. Write that down. Yes, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> also, another first Charlotte, the first two. Mike Greer just became the first black general manager in NHL history, which honestly is pretty depressing that it didn't happen until 2022, but we're here for it. Nonetheless, huge week for hockey. Uh, Shout out to Mike Greer, not only for the accomplishment and becoming GM of the Sharks, but also for when he was a player, his hockey card is floating around on the internet now because it's literally the most badass hockey card I've ever seen. He's literally eating a slice of pizza and just looks like he's a baller. He's just cool. Like he's way cooler than I will ever be. Like I couldn't take a cool photo like that. No, like me eating a piece of pizza would look so stupid, but him like just chilling. He looks just like – he looks like this camera's here, but I'm busy. I'm eating my pizza. Like, see yeah. you later. And it's just like, just so nonchalant about it. Just so, like, I'm too cool for this. Maddie, I have actually, like, you know, cool flex. No, this isn't meant to be a flex at all, <laughs> but I actually am now thinking because we're talking about eating pizza. I do have a picture of me eating pizza and it's in Italy. And it is, I thought, was the coolest photo. I'm like, in front oh, of this. now you got to put it but side by not, side. I got to put it now side by side. Now you have to post that on our Instagram side by side. You and Mike Greer eating pizza. <laughs> Who did it better? 
Yes, who did we'll it better? Me or Mike Greer? <laughs> okay, I will. I, I mean, oh I guess we'll gosh. post a poll. Oh, God, people aren't going to vote for me. <laughs> it looks like so lame. <laughs> I, I, you set this, this up. You set this up, Charlotte. We got to do it side by side now. Oh, my God. People are going to judge me. <laughs> Whatever. Never, never. Judge me. I can take it. All right, you guys. Also, before we get to MLB, Maddie, let's quickly talk about Joey Chestnut. Because did you watch him house, like, what was it, 63 dogs? Oh, my God. No, I don't watch that because it grosses me out. Really? It's literally, it's literally just a marathon of grown men deep-throating hot dogs. I wish the best for Joey Chestnut. I believe him to be an American hero. Do you think I- the hot dog eating contest is a sport, Charlotte? Yes. <laughs> I kind of do too. And it's because think about it. It takes training. This yes. takes endurance. Yep. This takes like stem. This takes stamina. You can't just go in there and be like, I'm going to eat 82 hot dogs. No. You have to prep for that. And, but also yeah, it's, it's at the same time, it is like the grossest thing that I could fathom is to watch grown men deep throat hot dogs. Yeah, it's not I, – I, listen, I love a hot dog as much as the next guy. I will have a dirty water dog at Yankee Stadium <laughs> and not pay the $12 that it costs for a – those are good francs too. And you know what's funny? I woke up on the 4th of July and I said to my boyfriend Andrew, what do you want to do today? Because we didn't really celebrate too much on, on the Monday. You know, we have work in the morning, the next morning. I said, we're like not that far from Coney Island in the city. Oh, my goodness. So we go. I called my mom and I said, is this a bad idea to like just take the subway to Coney Island to watch this real quick? She said, that's you went to watch it. No, she was like, that's the worst idea ever. You're not going to see anything like if you really want to go, then plan to go earlier next year. So maybe I'll do that because we have been watching this as a family every single 4th of July. Oh, my gosh. I can't even watch it, Charlotte. That's so (laughs) funny. It just grosses me out. They dip it in like lemonade, right? Lemonade, water, yeah, they get it soggy. I don't know. Competitive is- eating to me just it makes my stomach hurt. It's it's really gross to watch, and I pray to God that these guys are in good health. But <laughs> my God, it is it is camaraderie. It's something that we can't. <laughs> no, we're not fighting about this. We're just having fun, and that's all what right. I like about it. All right, all right. It's very uh, hashtag America. It is. It is. It's just one of those times where you can just look back and forget everything for a minute and just watch some dudes just down some hot dogs. And you know what? They have the who started this? Like that's just so gross to me. I don't know who started this, and I hope I hope it continues for years to come because it's really okay. It's a family thing. All right, Charlotte. Let me know if you go next year. I would love. I would love I would to love get a photo to. of you with a Coney <laughs> Island dog outside of the hot dog eating contest okay guys keeping with the nyc theme let's move on to baseball because all right we're recording this on wednesday night baseball night on wednesday night is in full swing however i want to highlight last night full swing i want to highlight tuesday night because it was the day of the underdog maddie the angels lost to the marlins the yankees lost to the pirates shout out aren't the angels bad though they're not great but i (laughs) and you know what it's sad because you wouldn't believe that a team that Mike Trout and Shohei Otani are on have a worse record than the Orioles. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, that is crazy. 
So maybe you're right. Maybe they aren't the underdog in that scenario. But the Yankees lost to the Pirates, okay. and the Mets lost to the Reds, and yeah. the Scherzer sure homecoming. Okay, which I know you have comments on. That was so sad, Charlotte. Austin and I were like, okay, calendars marked, butts planted on the couch. We're watching Scherzer. He's back. Eleven strikeouts, I think. It was, it was absolutely lot. unreal. I think he walked one person because he did end up hitting a batter and he maybe gave right. up like two hits or something. He just, he had an absolutely impeccable return to the mound. It was, it was scary to watch. Like he is so zoned in and mm-hmm. he was just getting them out of innings so quickly. Like he was just boom, boom, boom. Okay. Okay. We're out. We're out. Right. We're out. Next, next up, next up. Yep. And it was so sad because. The offense could not help him out. And he pitched six innings. And you could tell that he did not want to come out when they pulled him out. You could tell he was in the dugout and he he wanted to stay in. Because, you know, he's just a machine. He wants to keep going. And I think it was the right call to take him out after, you know, being was it like on six or seven innings? the IL for quite some time. Yeah, it was yeah. six innings. And this is – okay, that performance by Scherzer – got me thinking wins Mm. as a pitching stat are infuriating yes like why is that a thing i don't understand because it's so stupid to me that interesting you could literally pitch a perfect game you could literally pitch a perfect game through eight innings and then get taken out and it could be zero zero Mm -hmm. and then in the ninth, someone else comes in and gives up a run and you lose and you don't even get a win. Okay. So I – are you saying, like, as a team you don't get a win? No. Or even if – even if they win – even if they won, he wouldn't get the win, would he? He probably would have. I think he didn't get the loss because, I mean, Lugo gave up the sack fly. So he was credited with the loss. Scherzer was no decision. And I think that's fair because, like you but said. But I just think it's dumb did. because you could see how upset Lindor was whenever he flied out in – he didn't really – he, like, popped it up kind of, like, behind and the catcher caught it. And Lindor yeah. was just so crushed because – he, he got up with two outs, and there were, I think, two men on. And he just fell to his knees, and you could see how bummed he was because he wasn't able to yeah. to get get an, a run in for Scherzer. And you could tell that Scherzer was upset. He went straight to the back of the dugout. You couldn't even see him after that. And it just bummed me out because I feel like that it doesn't really it shouldn't really be a pitching stat. It's like if your defense holds the other team to three points and – like has an absolutely incredible game and gets turnovers and stops them at every single point on a football game. But your offense can't score a single touchdown. Like you're going to say, oh, the defense lost. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm curious what the origins of, of that are. Like, do I just not understand it well enough? Or I just – I think it's like, – I just think it's an irrelevant stat for a pitcher. I mean, it, I never really – honestly, you're challenging me with this because I never really thought about it as something odd. I always just, you know, it, you get 
this pitcher wins or this pitcher loses and then this pitcher it's no decision and, and that's just the way it is that's just but like I feel like in your stat line ERA should definitely hold more weight but I just feel like it shouldn't even be something that's gonna you know like say pitcher A his offense is really good and you know what I mean like put Scherzer on a team like like the Yankees have been the past couple of weeks, you know, with with Judge and Stanton just getting after it with the home run after the home run after the home run or or play that game in Yankee Stadium where, you know, maybe some of those those fly balls out to the outfield would have would have donged over there in Yankee Stadium, you know? I don't know. I just think it's a silly stat to to I think it's silly to blame the pitcher for something that they literally have no control over. Like they, they actually, it's, it's even, even less so than the defense in an NFL game, because I guess like technically in an NFL game, the defense could score points, but in the context of baseball, the pitcher is literally helpless to do anything to help the offense, especially in the era of the designated hitter. You know, I, it's interesting, and I'm going to look up the the origins of this and and where it came from. But I mean, if your team loses, whoever was the pitcher that you know lost you the game, he's going to be credited with a loss. It just that just that sentence alone makes sense to me, and I it, it makes sense just because that's how it's always been, and that's how I've always kind of known it. So, I'm I'm interested to challenge the norm, Maddie, and like see I mean, I guess, but it's like he's credited with the loss. Okay, like sure, maybe. Lugo gets the loss, maybe, but I just don't think it's that relevant of a stat. Like, I think it should just be, it should just ding yeah, Lugo's I'm, ERA. Like, why does it matter win-loss? Like, again, we've seen- well, It could, it could. It could I ding mean, his ERA. It probably will, but I'm just saying, like, why do you need the win-loss? I am sure it has something to do with, like, early times of baseball before they had, you know, a huge bullpen and relief pitchers. And Especially maybe- in the games where it's like you ha- you have four or five pitchers come in throughout the game. It's like, I don't like the, okay, this is who we're deciding deserves the W or the L. Interesting, interesting analogies and questions, Maddie. I'm going to dive deeper into that because I'm very curious. I actually and, and maybe question. like next week if you want to come back and, and explain to me if if I'm just kind of misinformed on like the entirety of the stat. I just think it seems silly because I was you could tell that Scherzer was bummed and that Lindor was was also like equally upset that he wasn't able to get the win for Scherzer, and then that got me thinking because Lindor had to have driven a run in there in order to get the win for Scherzer. So because it was right. out of Scherzer's control at that point, that's why it bugged me. Right. So you're not bugged by the loss. You're bung, You're bugged that pitchers have a win or a loss stat. Yes. Interesting. Okay, I'll, I'm going to look into this, Maddie, because I'm curious as well. Um, but I do, do you have see, a point. Do you see my point there, though? I get it. And I, I don't understand why, because... That's just always like it's way. just silly, like because uh, someone on the offense had to quote get the win for Scherzer. Yeah, but I think if they won the game, Scherzer would have been credited with the win. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I'm just saying he doesn't get that now. He has fewer wins than someone with a stronger offense. Right, but they had runners in scoring positions through eight innings. They could have, you know, been up 
way earlier in the game. So I don't think we should place all the blame on Scherzer or the starting That's, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it has nothing to do with Scherzer. That's why I don't think it should be a stat for him. No, but I think he put them in a winning position through his however many innings. So if they were to win, I understand why they would give him a win if we have a winning pitcher and a losing pitcher. Yeah, but I don't think we should. I think we should just scratch it. You're abolishing, you're abolishing that stat. Abolish the W and the L for pitchers. Just give it to the whole team. Okay, Maddie, so funny thing for you. Over the weekend, um, Chris Bassett was placed on the COVID list and who had to fill in for him but David Peterson, whose wife was going to be in labor at any moment. So he was probably hoping, "Ah, I don't want to play tonight, you know, just in case, just in case anything happens and the baby comes. So this guy went right from pitching basically to the hospital and witnessed the birth of his child. Oh my goodness. Isn't that insane? And now he's on the paternity list. So the Mets are just dealing with this crazy injury and COVID list and paternity list situation. And I think that's kind of a cute little fun story for your Mets. (laughs) That is crazy. I feel like that's, you hear that kind of, I feel like that's becoming, I don't know if that, I'm sure that's always been a thing, but I feel like there's been quite a few this year, like, oh, so-and-so's wife was in labor during this game. I feel like that happened in, in, yeah. It happened in the Super Bowl, right? I think so. Something like that. Uh, One more thing, actually, a little fun anecdote. Yeah. Since you're talking about Scherzer, apparently, so I guess it's a thing that if a pitcher goes on the IL and then has to go and, you know, rehab and then pitch in the team's minor league affiliates, at the end, when he, before he goes back up to the majors, he'll buy the minor league team dinner. And so Scherzer did that, but apparently he got the I believe it was the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. I keep calling them the Rambling Ramblers. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. But I believe he got them like a steak and lobster dinner in the clubhouse and it ended up costing like $7,000. And not only Crazy. that, apparently he's he came out and said it was his wife's idea, but they ended uh-huh. up also getting it, it for the second part, getting every single player on that minor league team a set of AirPods. That's awesome. So I thought that that was like a nice little cute thing. Awesome. Good for him. All right, you guys, quick little sports update before the break in case you missed it. In case you're listening from the future future and you want to just, you know, reminisce on the past. Kevin Durant has requested a trade out of Brooklyn just like everybody this summer. He's trying to get out of the hot city. The Yankees are like 35 games over 500. Nothing new there. (laughs) Maddie, you want to take it from here? The Mets reached 50 games, the fastest in franchise history since the 1986 Mets. The Braves are just trailing the Mets by two and a half games. Four weeks ago, they were 10 and a half games back. So are they coming back? It looks like it. They did go on a pretty big hot streak with some wins there for a while. And finally, Charlotte, Baker, Mayfield. To the Panthers. The Panthers are that team that just seems to be picking up these these kind of like forgotten quarterbacks. They did it with Sam Darnold last year. They're doing it with Baker Mayfield. We are going to get more into this after the break. We're going to have a whole segment. And 
I have a question for you, Charlotte, and we'll answer it after the break. What's that? Who do you think is better than Baker? Keep it locked. Thank you guys for keeping it locked. First of all, I know you missed our, our NFL talk. And I missed it. Fear not. Fear not. We're <laughs> back with it. We Maddie are back. A cute idea. Maddie, get right into it because I'm excited to talk a little QB so, madness. So this got me thinking. And you know what? I think it was a tweet that actually actually sparked this in me. Actually, I think I think my boyfriend said how many he asked the question. Austin posed the question. Like, is Baker a top 10 NFL quarterback? And I was like, I don't even think he's top 15. And then Andrew Filipponi on Twitter tweeted, do Steelers fans think Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback? And I said, I don't even think he's in the top 16 of current NFL QBs. And then I wanted to go through and actually see, like, is Baker in the top half of quarterbacks? Or was this just another just grab someone in the offseason and see what happens for the Panthers. Because that's what I see it as. But, you know, who knows? I'm not confident, but also I am inherently biased. So I think it would be fun to kind of go through and see how many NFL quarterbacks are better than Baker. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's go. So, I got Guys, I have – I just to, you know, preface before Maddie gets into it, I have my top five. And I consider – if you're not in my top five, then I don't care – that much then you're not then you're really irrelevant to me but you guys my opinion I'll give you my opinion so let's see what Maddie has to say let's see how many Charlotte let's see how many Charlotte um give give us a little count after I can you give us like okay that's one that's like a little bit of yeah 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 let's do that all right all right NFL starting quarterbacks presumably in 2022 that I think are better than Baker Starting off at the top, B, Baltimore, Ravens, Lamar Jackson, without a doubt, better than Baker. He has more mobility, and I think he's better in – he's better under pressure. Okay, so this is not your number one. This is in no – No, no. He's just like yes or no, better than Baker, better than Baker. Got it. Okay. Uh, mm, Yes, but wasn't he like kind of like a question mark for a lot of this season? He was. But I think he's proven himself more than Baker has. And and this is interesting, too, because those are both division rivals of my Steelers. So I'm not a huge fan of either. I know, Maddie. I I said to Maddie earlier, Maddie, your Pittsburgh is showing. Right, right. But hey, she's entitled to that. Lamar is better than Baker. I think also I think the fact that he won MVP automatically, just like he's better. Okay. He's better. Listen, I rapid really thought rapid fire, rapid fire. Okay, let's rapid no, fire. No, you want to go? What were you gonna say? You really thought what? I was. I really thought when I saw Baker Mayfield to the Panthers, I thought Maddie would say, "Okay, like I don't really mind that," because he's not oh, on the grounds. No, I mean I don't. I mean I don't really mind it, but also like I don't think he's a good quarterback. Okay, I think he's very average at best, and this is this segment is is my. Like, when you actually sit down and you look at all the quarterbacks, it's like you – and you count up, like, 15 or 16 that are pretty right. solidly ahead of him when you think about it. Right. It's like he's in the second half of the NFL. And, like, not that I have room to talk because I don't even know who's going to be under center for the Steelers at the beginning 
of this coming season. But I think just like I'm over the whole like Baker Mayfield is the answer and he's going to be Super Bowl MVP because I just don't see that happening. Okay. All right. Next one. Who's who's next on the list? So we got one. Lamar Jackson better than Baker. Buffalo one. Bills, Josh Allen, without a doubt, 100% better than Baker. Without a doubt, Maddie, he is on my top five. He's number three on my top five. And I, you know, uh, this is going to maybe give a spoiler alert, but he would be number one on my list. Okay. I am basing my list off of number one quarterback. You could probably guess it. Not only is he one of my favorite people and one of my favorite predictions of all time, but he's also the quarterback for the Super Bowl winning team. <laughs> and did I base my number one quarterback on who won the Super Bowl? I don't know. Maybe that's my business <laughs> and not yours. But I'm just saying, had a coin been flipped in a different direction in Kansas City, he would have been on top of my list. So okay, interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's explosive. Uh, you know, he he comes back in games that matter, and he's just cool. I mean, he's one of those quarterbacks that, and Big Ben, even as as you know, he he got a little, he lost his peak talent that he had I think you could honestly say he's one of those quarterbacks that Big Ben proved this throughout his career everything else could go to shit and he would still give the team a chance it's like Josh Allen it's like it's Josh Allen is that quarterback Tom Brady is that quarterback Patrick Mahomes is that quarterback at his prime Big Ben was absolutely that quarterback and he kind of started that whole like you know, Russell Wilson is that quarterback that right. carries a team on his back and will give them a fighting chance to the right. very end. Okay, uh, yes. Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, absolutely better than Baker. So, so far we're three for three, Charlotte. I think yeah, that number, you agree. Number five. Joey Burrow's number five, number five on your list, all right? Yeah. Okay. I, I wrote I wrote on my little note, I said, I think that he just honestly needs to build a little bit more confidence on the field that he has off the field and also Agreed. we need to protect this guy. Agree. More. Fully agree. I'm trying to freaking kill him. Agree. Cleveland Browns, TBD, possibly Deshaun Watson. I think he's at the bottom uh, of my list. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, I wrote, honestly, if number my number six. Honestly, if you're not in my top five, then I don't know. Deshaun Watson is last, though. <laughs> so I don't know. That's all I'm going to say. You know, I don't, yeah, let's move on from this one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, I don't know. Let's just move on. You know, let's just put an X right next to the Browns. Yeah, well, uh, well they, you know what, they're t- We're going to leave their TBD. Uh, Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson, absolutely better than Baker. Oh, 100%. Yep, 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 yep. Houston Texans, Davis Mills, no idea, not going to talk about it, question mark. So, so far, we're four. We got four yeah. solid better than Bakers. Indianapolis Colts, Matt Ryan, better than Baker. Yes. Five. Jacksonville Jaguars. This is an interesting one. Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. Because no, he did not prove in his first season based on his team's uh based on his team's performance. It doesn't seem like off the bat you'd say he's better than Baker. But mm-hmm. you gotta look at Trevor Lawrence's capabilities. And his athleticism and what he's shown in college. And you got to also take his past season with a grain of salt because you got to keep in mind the fact that, I mean, Urban Meyer definitely shook things up. He didn't really have a great leadership 
in terms of his first year in the NFL as a rookie quarterback. So I think I think that has to have an asterisk next to it. I don't think I can definitively say he's better than Baker, but I'm going to say right now I think he will have a better season than Baker this coming season. I think that's fair to say he will have, but I don't think it's fair to say yeah, that he was. He can't. In his he can't season. No, he can't. He can't be added to the better than Baker list. Yeah. Sorry, Trev. One. So what are we at? We're at five? Five. Five, We're I at think. Five. Yeah, five, five with Matt Ryan. Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, absolutely better than Baker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Six, Las Vegas Raiders, Derek Carr, better than Baker. Yes. Seven. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are you kidding? You don't think Derek Carr is better than Baker Mayfield? Are you joking? I think that Mayfield had more interceptions than Sam Darnold. The Panthers literally took a step back. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I think that that's a pretty even split, in my opinion. You think you would rather have Baker Mayfield than Derek Carr? I I know do that you remember, he. Do you remember that head-to-head game, Raiders, Chargers? I will never forget yes. it. Yes. Yeah. You did you see? You think Baker Mayfield could have gone that head-to-head in all those overtimes and made that happen? I don't know, but I my what I'm saying about it, I don't know if he's better than him. I cannot definitely definitively say that. Their stats look really similar. I don't know. I'm gonna call it a split. I'm calling that one a split. Really? I even think that yeah. Baker had – I would even say that Baker had more more targets and a better defense than Derek Carr did. And I still think like Derek Carr performed better. I mean, I don't know. I think that that's pre- it's pretty split. Really? I can't – Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, when I they, mean, okay, when the Steelers were talking, like, we don't know what's going to happen after Big Ben, like, my thought process was, like – I would love for them to get Derek Carr. But when someone said Baker Mayfield, like my stomach just turned. Like I was just like, this is terrible. Like put in Mason. I understand why they're putting them on the same playing field though. In my opinion. I don't think this last year was a good reflection. As good of a reflection on Baker. I think that it might be, honestly, Maddie, a situation. Actually, I won't go this far to say this because I don't want to eat those words. I was going to say, is it a Matt Stafford on a bad, a good guy on a bad team situation? I don't think that is it. I don't think this is the case here. But I don't think he is worse or has less potential than Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is better than Baker. Okay, so that's six for you and one one disagreement. That's seven for me. Seven for you, one disagreement. Okay. Oh my goodness, I, we got to put that as a poll. We got to ask our listeners because I'm so curious. Oh my god, there's that so has many to polls. Be an Instagram poll. Derek, like you got to remind me. Actually, I'm gonna do that on my personal Instagram. Even I'm so curious now. Okay, I'm curious up, too. Wait, oh my god, are people gonna come for me? <laughs> next up, we have Justin Herbert, who Derek Carr went head to head with, and won. I think Justin Herbert is a better is quarterback. Derek Carr and, and a better quarterback. Better than Baker. And Baker, yeah. Yeah, absolutely better than Baker. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I know, I see. I, I understand, but I still think. Tua Tagovailoa, Miami Dolphins. So, yeah, wait, that's eight for me? Yes, that would be your eighth. Okay. Tua. <laughs> what did you say? Okay. Originally, I said yes, better than Baker. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to leave this one as a scratch. I'll scratch it. Mac Jones, better than Baker. Better than Baker. Okay, so what is that, nine for me? Yep, that's your nine. New York Jets, nope. 
Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, it literally says Mitch Trubisky slash Kenny Pickett slash Mason Rudolph. Wait, I saw someone on Twitter refer to Steelers quarterback as Kenny Trubinsky. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Yeah, they nope. just they just are yeah. combining the two. Uh, I cannot. Okay, so are those? Any, no, none of that. Uh, scratch. Okay, those aren't numbers. Scratch. scratch. None of them. Okay. I mean, like you could maybe give Trubisky a fighting chance, but I just I can't even I can't analyze Pickett yet. Mason is a no. But yeah, I, I, mean, I personally, yeah. as a Steelers fan, like I would, I just don't want Baker Mayfield as our starting quarterback because Mason's worth a lot less money in terms of cap space, the Baker Mayfield would be. So I think that point. Mason might be a greater value than Baker, but I don't think that he's better. So no to that. So I'm at nine still. Tennessee nine. Titans, Ryan, Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, absolutely better than Baker. Better than Baker. Easy. Ten. ten. Okay, let's go to the NFC. All right, so that's, that's a ten. Those are ten quarterbacks right now. That's ten just in the AFC. Yes. All right. Okay. Atlanta Falcons, Marcus Mariota or Desmond Ritter? That's a scratch for me. Yeah, Desmond Ritter is not even. But then again, I'm looking at these guys and like a lot of them, I'm not like, they're definitely worse than Baker. Like they're all scratches for me if they're not better than Baker. And I don't, I think that that shows that he's not in the first, he's not a top half QB. We got, okay, Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, absolutely better than Baker. That's 11. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't love you Kyler don't think Murray. Kyler Murray is better than Baker. I I think that this he's, is Baker I, okay. Mayfield. I think he's better than Baker, but I don't think he's amazing. So maybe okay. that says something the, bad. But about... the question is just better than Baker. Okay. Yes. Or yes. 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 Eleven. Agree. So what is that? Eleven. Yeah. Yes. Sam Darnold, I would say, is absolutely equivalent. Yeah. To Baker. Uh, I, I think Baker is better than Sam Darnold. What's the interception count per game? Let me look. For both of them. I'm curious. I said earlier that I think Sam Baker Darnold's has... 13. Baker has also 13. Interceptions? But interceptions. Pass interceptions. Baker has 17 touchdowns on the season, last season. Sam Darnold, nine touchdowns. Baker threw for over 3,000 yards, a little over 3,000 yards. Sam Darnold, 2,500. So, okay, you're right. Maybe they are decently the same. Decently the same. Okay. Justin okay. Fields, no. Not yet. Dak Prescott, yes. Better than Baker, 12. And remember my dream. That's all I'm going to say. Do you guys remember my dream? Dak Prescott winning the MVP in my dream? Better than Baker. Better than Baker. Detroit <laughs> Lions, dream. Jared Goff. Uh, scratch. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, better than Baker. Yes. That's 13. Okay, he's my number. He's my number four, all, as in four MVPs. Better than Baker. What is that? It's 15? We're at 15 now? Are 14. we at 15? I don't know. You said Matt, Maddie, so I like Maddie's staff. So I think I just... it's 14. When we edit, you got to see if it was 15 or 14. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins. This is an interesting one because I think, yes, he's better than Baker. I agree. I He's 100%. You think Kirk Cousins is better, but you don't think Derek Carr is definitively better? Yeah, correct. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. I'll take the Kirk Cousins, though. That's 15. <laughs> 15, I think. I think 15. I'm losing count. Okay. And Jameis Winston, no. No, I don't really like him that much Danny either. Danny Jones, <laughs> no. Jalen no, Hurts. Jalen Hurts, like, I also want to say yes, but I don't think he's proven himself to me yet, so No. 
Jimmy G. I do think Jimmy G is like the epitome of a mediocre quarterback who ends up in high profile games, but I do think he's better than I think Baker. He, I think he's better than Baker. Absolutely better than Baker. He's, Thank you. I think he is. I think that's 15 or 16 now. 16 yep. maybe? I think that was 16. Um, and then we got Tom Brady. Easy. For 17. Lucky number 17. Putting he Baker was my number two. Definitively in the bottom half of the NFL. And then we got Carson Wentz, who I don't think he's better than Baker. Yeah, I agree with that. I skipped you know, over the Seahawks because Drew Locke or Geno Smith, who knows? Who knows? Also, you should have just skipped right over, honestly, the Giants, too, because who even knows what the hell is going on there? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this was a fun little activity. But, I doesn't think that, should... but doesn't that make you think, though? Like, look at all those quarterbacks. Like, there's yeah, 17. Okay, even if you subtract one, there are at least 16 that you and I agree upon that are yes. better than him without even, like, taking a snap this season. Yes, but so, listen, I'm happy he's out of that organization because yes. I honestly – I don't hate Baker Mayfield as a human being. I like him no. as a person. I mean, I mean do, like, I think, do I think it's like, it's funny watching it, the video of him getting tackled by campus security? Absolutely. <laughs> That's listen, probably I'd one of rather, my favorite. Maddie's going to hate whoever's Has in the quarterback been. position on the Browns. I'd rather it be Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's easy to to dislike for sure. Yeah, I mean, listen, you guys, this, this, uh, all these uh, opinions are based on what we think as human beings, was ba- loosely based on fact and stats, and but just, also just what we decided fans and what we just yeah. yeah. But I think I, I think that this is a pretty solid. Like I think I don't think you're gonna get too much of a debate on those guys. Like I think it's uh yeah, they're better. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know. Yeah. I would like to see if someone has one that they're like absolutely not Baker's better. Here's why. But well, I that you know all being said. Absolutely big move by the Panthers. Could pay off for them, maybe. But I'm just – like, you don't need to have the best quarterback in the game to no. be a good team. Does it help? Hell yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. look at look at the past couple of Super Bowls. Definitely quarterback strong, and I definitely true. think the NFL is going that way. But right. absolutely – boss move by the Panthers and that's what I will say I mean wish him the best I think getting out of Cleveland is probably a solid move for him personally and professionally and we'll we'll just see what happens next season I'm super excited I know guys I can't I cannot wait for this football season I can't wait for this college football season too I'm so excited thank you guys for listening and joining us please send Maddie your loves because of her you know and answer our polls and answer the polls. I don't know about the pizza one. I'm hoping Maddie forgot about nope, it. Nope. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. How could I forget? All right, guys. Let us know what you think. Please, uh, you know, share with your friends. Uh, let us know if you agree with our – Subscribe, uh, like, rate us. Send Maddie, it to please. everyone you know. Ask them who they think is better than Baker. What? Who is your number one quarterback? I think it has to be Tom Brady, you know? My, he's my number two. Oh, okay, yeah, but you did Matty Staffy. But I have Matty Stafford. Yeah, and I, I, I think I think track record, year. like, he passes the GOAT test. Like, he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to go with Brady. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, something that we can all agree on. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so Until much for joining. <laughs> we love you. Bye.